0: And hello, hello. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. Zach and Alex are back here with you to talk about, Alex, the best IndyCar race of the year, of the decade, maybe? Like, ever?
1: In a very long
0: time. Oh my gosh. You know you did something right when you make Texas Motor Speedway have a good race. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! How did
1: how did she do it? Um, we're gonna talk and about. You know, yeah. Okay. You you, you, no, you give the rundown before yeah, I start going about. We're, about IndyCar. we're gonna Go right, here.
0: girl. Alex is literally like I'm vibrating excited. over this. He's like, um, because you know, IndyCar, it's, it's our baby, especially uh, you know, Alex. Uh, but mm-hmm. so we're gonna talk about IndyCar. We're going to also talk about, and we're gonna kind of talk about. We're gonna compare it a little bit to like nascar what made that race so great and what you know some of the races in nascar this year that could have been like that um we're gonna have some tea we're gonna talk about nascar at richmond um kyle larson got his first one of the year we're gonna talk about f1 at australia they're doing their best nascar impression and um a really a really good april fool's joke that i saw on twitter that i want to talk to you guys about that i really thought it was very funny um and in between, we're going to have a, some little, like, kind of debates, and I'm going to give some really harsh opinions, including a very harsh opinion on penalties and NASCAR, because they are getting a little out of hand. Um, So, we're going to talk about that later. It's getting really stupid yeah. on that side, but let's start, let's talk about a our baby. Follow up, a little follow-up, a little
1: follow-up to last week's episode, oh my we sparked a bit of a conversation God. last week on Twitter. Yeah, but... With- but you know when all hope is positivity. when
0: all hope is lost in motorsports. At least IndyCar can just show up to Texas Motor Speedway and have a banger, a banger race. I mean, yes. I don't know what else you could have won. Yeah. I mean, I know some people want it overtime, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean they do it. I mean they often do put in put on like these show stopping races. I mean St. Pete, right? So two for two this year. Just, Oh my god, yeah. Like, And you say race of the year, you go bigger than that, Alex. I mean, think of it just at this track, at these ovals. They have not raced on these ovals like this in years. I mean, that was something we have not seen in a
1: long time. I think this is probably the best oval race for IndyCar since uh, Texas 2016, 2015, whichever year that was. Or Fontana, the last Fontana race in 2015. Like, it, it's on the level of those two, yeah, like easily. And, it, like, this is an instant classic. We witness history, in a way. Because, like, this is going to be a race that we're going to want to go back and watch all the time. Like, I go back and watch Fontana 2015 every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It, it's just amazing. And, by the way, Texas Motor Speedway is what we're talking about. Texas Arguably Motor the Speedway. worst track yep. in the country, like... That place just hosted what could be one of the greatest races ever. And IndyCar last year put on a solid race there. They do a little bit of a science experiment to bring in the outside lane. Yeah. And then this year, they blew last race out of the water. Like, last year's race was, like, whatever. Compared to this, it was a really good race.
0: Obviously, Joseph passed, you know, on the last lap. But, like, passing was like a, you know it wasn't a secret there wasn't a secret on how to do it you just moved to the top lane like everyone was doing it everyone was everyone was doing it many people are doing it like (laughs) like it was it was insane i mean they were they were kind of hybrid pack racing where you know with fresh tires you saw them two by two they weren't you know bunched up but they were two by two i'd say like four lanes or four rows deep and as the tires wore, they would get more single file, but you could still pass. I mean, yeah. it was a bit of a hybrid pack race, and I love that. That's uh, it's great. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice. Um, but yet the race didn't like, just have pack racing either. It wasn't just. It wasn't again. It wasn't just a pack race. We had yeah.
1: strategy. This this race just had everything you could possibly want in a motor race. Just absolutely anything they had the strategy like you said the tire strategy we had fuel strategy at a point which was very fun to watch and see play out it's like you didn't want to lead this race at sometimes because you burn more fuel i think at one point toward the end joseph was aiming to stay in second so whenever he got past for 30 fly right back by to get the second yeah that's it was really so yeah. fun to watch and also at one point in this race Otto award and joseph newgarden lapped the whole field they were the only two cars on the lead lap yeah it showed so, how
0: much they, those was, two were just uh, in a league of their own.
1: Yeah. And the race was still enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Even when we had two cars on lead lap, this was still extremely enjoyable. Like, it... I honestly have no complaints about this race, except for, like, something with race control we'll talk about later. Like, that's one little flaw, like, whatever. Like, this is masterclass class IndyCar at its best. Yep. Love it. I love the IndyCar series. You need to watch it.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I play, I added to the doc, like, I want to talk about, like, Texas Motor Speedway and, like, other ovals that could be on the schedule. We'll talk about that later. But it is really a shame that this is, you know, it's the only one of two Speedway races this year. And they made, like, they made, what's it called? They made a downforce change. They added 10% more downforce. I know I'm kind of going out of order here. But they added more downforce to the cars and it Mm -hmm. dramatically changed how the race went it's not like the pj1 fading was can instantly make the outline the outside lane that much better like in one year right
1: like there there were a lot of factors into everything that happened here like you said they added 10 percent more downforce for texas and uh indianapolis so indianapolis would be really interesting to watch and PJ1 has faded a bit more. I think that does play into it, but that's like the least important factor here. But uh, Joseph Newgarden uh, credited Jimmy Johnson for last year running the high line, the top. And encouraging other drivers like, hey, if Jimmy Johnson's doing it, like, I'll do it. And it led more drivers to do it during the race and everything. And now everyone's doing it like it. I think there's just so many factors that has led to a perfect storm of this all working out. And you know, in this race, we had 27 lead changes, which is the most for IndyCar Texas since 2001. That's quite a long time. Um, in 2001, they That's had kind of insane. Lead changes. That's really insane, yeah.
0: honestly. Like, yeah, like and 2001. There were... Two decades. Because even like crazy. I, yeah, I mean, I didn't really watch you know IRL in mid 2000s, but like they had some pretty good races. Honestly, I mean they could they still did. pass. Like that's I think that just speaks volumes on what we saw yesterday. And,
1: and oh, I, I hate bringing people, up I
0: feel like Steve O'Donnell when I bring up numbers like that. But sorry, what were you saying about uh, people?
1: <laughs> I said for many people, the early 2000s oval racing for IndyCar was at its peak. Yes. for oval racing. And it's on par with that, which I think is really impressive. I had I saw people on um, Twitter
0: yesterday saying it felt like an old school IRL race.
1: So and I
0: yeah. honestly, yeah, because like guys could just literally guys would run side by side for a whole lap or more, which was really Joseph impressive. And
1: below at the end of the race for side by side for like, what, six laps, oh my and like God. And Joseph yeah. at the end. Like you can run side by side, be dead even for that's crazy in
0: the Indy car
1: at a speedway. That's crazy. The, pres- the precision that these drivers have to do that and the respect for each other. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, like they.
0: Joseph got really close to like the wall or either another car. I forgot when it was. It was like coming in the turn one. He cut it tight. He cut it really tight mm-hmm. on the outside, and I, it's just it speaks to the talent these drivers have. Like there's nothing, and we had a we had a good conversation with the guest that's on next week's episode about kind of what separates IndyCar from other motorsports yesterday's race is what separates IndyCar from other motorsports I mean it's you yeah. don't see that even in NASCAR even if you think you do you really don't because you cannot just touch in these cars it's it's, it's a it's a similar but completely different skill set with sure. a different set of and consequences even
1: yeah and to add on to what I was saying earlier about the lead changes, they had 1070 passes in this race. All right, Steve and last O'Donnell. year's race. Are they qua- Are they
0: quality green flag passes? No, I'm just giving you crap because oh, okay. I okay. just hate those numbers because like they're not misleading in this case but like often like yeah. with the, you know but what I yeah. Keep going. To, last year's race crap.
1: which was last year's race which was really good had 609 so they yeah. nearly doubled mm-hmm. in passes. And like we said, a perfect storm. Everything we mentioned, like it, crazy difference. Just one year makes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the winner, Joseph Newgarden. Our man, Joseph yep. Newgarden, won at Texas. Oh my, of course.
0: Who oh could my have my seen gosh. that coming? Alex did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: did. That was my fantasy pick. Wow! 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 Yeah. And this, like we said, Joseph and Pato had the best cars all day. But like Alex Palou led some laps, uh, Roman Grosjean led for a minute. Like that was really impressive. Yep. Scott Dixon led early. Like this wasn't just a flat-out dominant race. Like yeah, Otto and Joseph were the dominant cars, but you know they had to work had all for kinds it. of different people. And their there.
0: their engineers, yeah. their
1: crew chiefs, they were bold putting them on fresh
0: tires in these late cautions because they knew. Yeah. I mean, it was it said uh, it said to the amount of how easy it was to pass too. Like. Or not easy, but the, yeah. their ability to pass, right? Like, you could just pull in another lane and pass a guy. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't, you know, obviously, if everyone could pass, everyone would be, you know, fighting for the lead. But it was those two specifically that literally on those restarts could just jet through the field, pass, like, three cars in one lap. That's crazy. Like, yeah. and there yeah. are guys making, like, three wide moves, Pato and Joseph making, like, three wide moves, Kind of mm-hmm. like they, you know, he, they come up on side by side cars and you know what I mean? But yeah, like that they, I, I'm glad one of them ended up winning. Um, I'm glad Me Joseph too. won. obviously he, that's, that's exactly what he needs to get this year started off. Right. Um, for sure. So, and he's still, and, you know, him and I think him and Pato are kind of the best oval racers we have right now. Obviously they've shown that these past yeah. few, um, oval races. Um, pato he shows up at indy with a fast car all
1: the time so we'll have to see what this kind of looks like in may but yeah right i wonder how this downforce change is going to impact indy yeah because that, like, could is that mean... going to benefit penske because yeah. Penske's kind of been like running around in the teens lately at indy yeah because that 10 percent
0: um, more downforce yeah. that they have is apparently also going to be at the speedway which i guess makes sense because then that means they're going to be able to kind of uh they're going to be able to be more flat through the corners so it's like maybe it's yeah. less dirty air affecting we'll i don't know we'll have to see but if if it i mean if it does that much of a dramatic change at texas oh my gosh indy's gonna be great like because i think the more yeah, kind of slingshot sure. era that we had in like the mid 2010s that's fine that's fine so we'll have to see how that goes um but yeah, maybe hopefully this helps Penske out at Indy. We'll have to see. Um But
1: yeah. Yeah. I could talk about this race for hours, mm-hmm. Zach. I could just Oh yeah. I could just go on for hours. I I am just I'm still just elated about it. It's like I can't believe this is just this good. Like from start to finish, if you did not watch this, you can probably get a free trial on Peacock if you don't have Peacock and just go watch it. Like it's, it's so worth it. It's one of those. It's
0: one of those races that is really worth watching a second
1: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I want to talk about the penalty for Alexander Rossi. Yeah, they. Uh, (laughs) What the? What was a weird moment in the race? (laughs) Yeah, because it was like the first
0: pit stop, right? Or the,
1: yeah, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, Yeah. it's early. So Rossi's already in his pits, and Kyle Kirkwood, uh, in the 27, is coming down, way down on the inside in the pit lane, and then cuts down into his pit box at the last second. And I didn't think he was going to make it if Rossi wasn't there. I don't know. He, like, entered his pit really late in general. Yeah, and then Rossi gets the penalty here for an unsafe release, which I, I still just don't understand... How IndyCar came to that conclusion on this. I I will say, though, I think it's very funny that, of all people, this is Alexander Rossi, and two, this happened to him from the 27 car, who basically cursed him for the past few years. Oh, my God. Literally. I I literally can't get away from that car. Like, because
0: in what Kyle Kirkwood's in the 27, right? I mean, I don't know if it's a driver or team communication thing, but the rule is that when you are pitting you have to be in that inside pit lane before you get to your box, right? Is that because, so. or I so. or is that like an? They explained on the broadcast, or is that like an etiquette thing, where like you should do that? You know what I mean? Like, right. That's the thing, though. You should do that so that it's obvious that you're about to go into your box. But Kyle Kyle Kirkwood obviously just wasn't in the second lane from what it looked like he probably wasn't really going to make it to his box anyway. So it's just like it's kind of crummy to penalize um to to penalize Rossi for that when from all yeah. from any and all angles it looks like that 6 that 27 car is just going to keep going on by like not
1: about to pit because he's not in the the lane that he needs to be yeah. in. So and it should be mentioned that Kyle Kirkwood has been adamant on social media that he didn't do anything wrong, and he's gotten a lot of hate for this. And he shouldn't get hate for this. Well, like this is just a thing that happens sometimes. Well, no, he should not get hate for this, Zach. He should but get criticism. He, yes, okay, we can get like, criticism. Some people, some people were like very rude to him about it. It's like, okay, it's not yeah, that deep.
0: yeah, you don't got to be rude, but you can criticize him respectfully. I,
1: I still don't understand. How IndyCar came to that conclusion because the rule book even states, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. I yeah. would, I don't know if IndyCar has come out with a statement saying like, "Hey, this is why we did that." I don't think they have as, <sighs> as of recording, but um, either way, a Kirk would end up finishing bad anyway. He had an issue shortly yeah. after, and this what Rossi didn't really—he was f- out.
0: Why Rossi finished? Oh, because he had damage from that. Yeah, duh,
1: from that, from the yeah. incident. Yeah. So
0: he was. Because well, He was running up front. Yeah. That's uh, th- I mean that sucks.
1: Typical typical Rossi luck is yeah. all I gotta say on that. I would never bet on but that
0: man. He's yeah, he can't get his stuff together. <laughs> he was your bulk prediction to win a lot of races this year. Yeah, we still got fifteen left. Okay, but I'm not you betting you money bet on, on it? it. I'm not betting oh, no okay. money on it. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I like my money. Um
1: <laughs> y'all, re- y'all remember that when Zach picks him. Or the for some race this year for fantasy, for, yeah. And then he finishes twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah. <Anyway>. literally, um,
0: <laughs> a really good day also for Alex Pelot. I mean, he actually kind of. I mean, he's been running yeah. pretty fine, but ever since like the Ganassi McLaren drama, I, I don't think he's been the same. But I mean, hey, he
1: was ready to win that race today. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about. Ray Hall DeFrancesco incident because this was really
0: <laughs> love when weird. that wreck. I love when that wreck happened because we were so funny we we're like oh my gosh a wreck between Ray Hall and DeFrancesco Clap if you're surprised I'm shocked oh my I gosh i so
1: shocked like literally like, but this this wasn't a natural incident like they didn't like yeah it was weird crash into each other uh Devlin like had an issue it looks like and then yeah. his car like just veered right onto the track that's a very scary. scary incident yeah, it's scary yeah, and poor Graham Ray Hall had nowhere to go, and his car went airborne. Thankfully, he's okay. Um, I, This was just a weird incident, and it did bunch up the field again to get us toward the end of the race. Yeah, and I also want to mention the Takuma Sato incident. This was nothing of Sato's doing, because willpower was God. slow, and I want to talk about willpower, oh my poor Takuma Sato... Had the checkup and then got way too high and then crashed. His first race, freaking nasty, in yeah. his Indy 500 car, by the way, which that Uh-oh. sucks. No yeah. way! Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they'll get it fixed, but that you know, having any damage at all, that ain't good at all. What What, what was going on with Will Power? And do also, where was happened? this last
0: year? Do we know where was his energy Shut from? Up. Power last you're, year. You're crazy. Uh, like I'm just saying. I don't. I what? Do we know what happened to his car? Because like, I don't think so. I haven't seen anything. I'm. Tr- yeah, I don't see anything either. What? Like because that was so weird.
1: Yeah, because he was just toward the back all day. Joseph obviously up front. McLaughlin started mid pack, but he got into the. T- he was in that top group at the end of the race there challenging for the win power was just gone and by the way this is probably big for the championship because if he has this happen last year he probably is not champion right like it's literally that big of a deal and weird just very weird for the 12 car to be that
0: yeah something must have broken it which just sucks dude um i don't know we i don't know but hey at least it didn't happen to joseph (laughs) yeah it could have happened to joseph (laughs) i mean but it's funny because literally i was about to text you dude will's about to cause a wreck and it's not really his fault because like he said that yeah he's he wasn't going slow enough to where he had to get on the
1: apron but also he was going kind of slow so i don't know yeah and and by the way when pato and joseph sort of lap in the field Power was like running 22nd or something. Yeah. Like he was one of the first ones to get lapped. It was like, that was crazy. Yep. Uh, I want to. We have two more little topics here for IndyCar, and these will be more discussions. The respect. I brought brought this up earlier. Respect between drivers is a huge part of why this race was so good. And it really was. Like, you just could not have this kind of race in another series, I don't think. Because just the. With respect these drivers have for each other they are inches apart it, it's just incredible and i think that really extends to look at f1 i feel like I they, drive they, with, they, they drive they drive with more each other res- yeah honestly they have they, they have and, more
0: respect for each other than f1 drivers i feel like which i don't know why yeah.
1: well yeah I, I i don't know i and mean it could be because at, it's
0: harder to pass over there so it's like
1: you have to yeah. get your elbows out And then NASCAR is in the same boat times 100. We talked about that last week. There's just no respect to NASCAR. But IndyCar, they're going, what, an average of 220, 223, whatever, at Texas.
0: I mean, it's dangerous. That's the most dangerous kind of racing we got, man. One of the most. It's It's very
1: dangerous. and And These drivers
0: realize that. I think you have to. Obviously, driving an IndyCar around a speedway it comes packaged in with that kind of respect because everyone knows how dangerous it is. I think NASCAR drivers, especially, especially some of these younger guys that weren't like a lot—they weren't alive for Dale Earnhardt dying, or they were barely Ooh. alive. I guess like they—they they don't have any concept of I think the danger of that racing is, especially modern kind of NASCAR. But IndyCar drivers know very well they've lost their friends. They've lost Justin yeah. Wilson. They've lost Dan Weldon. Like y- that, you don't forget that, and you certainly don't. You know, you certainly cannot just go into one of this, one of these cars in this series at Texas, at Indy, and race like race like you're in NASCAR. Right? There's a reason. Right. There's a reason we have these rules in place that kind of um, <clears throat> that kind of manage. I guess driver behavior on track. There's a reason for it. Right. It is for safety.
1: So, right. i I do think I I do think there is more to that. I do agree, though, yes. that that is a huge part of it. But I do think there is just a genuine like consensus well, yeah. of like I respect this guy. And then well, yeah, I think NASCAR, it comes from. Like, I don't from, think that would happen.
0: It comes yeah. from the what I talked about the tragedies that a lot of those drivers have been through together, or at least like you know they're aware mm-hmm. of together, right? Like. You know, Will Power, Scott Dixon, Graham Ray Hall, who else was racing when Dan Walden passed, like, Mm I don't know, like, a lot of people, but (laughs) maybe not most of the field at this point, because they are kind of younger, but, you know, but yeah, like, they were still probably aware of IndyCar, you know, like, watching, about to be in it, yeah, but I think think it's it's built that, I think, kind of family thing, right, because I think IndyCar drivers, they feel more like a family, I would have to say because it is mm-hmm. a bit of a, you know, not as popular series. And, you know, that's what mm-hmm. I think.
1: Yeah. No, I I totally agree. I just think there's more to it than just that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I I just think it's amazing that they are able to do that for that long. And it's just like even for the win, I'm not going to overdo the limits here. Yes. You know, yeah, I still respect you enough to like give you enough room where you're not like yeah. even like I, I could push you up high to get you out of the high lane. Like some of these guys could have done that. They could have ran more in the middle, yeah, instead of the, right on the bottom to get them up in the high lane. They, they gave them room still. You know, yeah.
0: wasn't that that's, much I think room, what but I'm it was room. Too. Yeah,
1: like, right. That's Pot, what I mean. Like,
0: some of these guys were getting really close, and I'm like, they could wreck at any moment, but they didn't because yeah. they they're talented. <laughs> exactly. They don't let anybody in these indie cars. I think.
1: Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes. But, and Then this race, uh, it did end under yellow after uh, Roman and Grosjean ended up putting too high off of. I was kind of glad it two to go. I was kind of glad it
0: ended under yellow. To be honest with you, me too. <laughs> girl. Mean, me too. But yeah, hot topic. That's listen. a hot topic. That's a hot
1: topic. Unfortunately, listen. Yeah, this. I I'm fine with it, obviously, because Joseph won. But also, like, I didn't want more. You I didn't was satisfied with what we got, even if Pato was ahead. Like this isn't just bias. Like seriously, anyone could have been ahead. I'm like, okay, I'm satisfied. This race was brilliant. Yeah. we raced to the distance that was scheduled, and that's cool. I'm fine with that. And you can be disappointed if you're someone huh. who's out that's there fine. and you wanted this race to finish under green. That's fine, but you're not going to get that all the time in IndyCar, and that's yeah. okay. And it's like, fine. come on. The race leading up to that, they were side by side for the entire 10 laps. Ten yeah. laps. Like, like, and they still had the race for it. And the finish was when the yellow came out and Joseph was ahead. And oh. that's fine. And that happens sometimes. I sincerely hope that we never get a green, white, checkered IndyCar because that respect thing goes out, out the, the window. window a bit. Be, I've, yes. Because now. Mm-hmm the entire race that you just had it's gone all that matters now are the two laps literally, and the win is right there what will you do to win this race you have two laps go I think and it's just dangerous well
0: yeah it is it's so dangerous I mean 9 out of 10 times when overtime happens in NASCAR I kind of just groan and I'm like now this is just going to get stupid it's either going to get stupid or we're just going to waste time or both <laughs> or right. we're just gonna change the winner right like Matt Weaver um made an excellent tweet that I've I've been saying this I literally have been saying this so that so let me read the tweet quote that IndyCar finish to me is part and parcel of the greater NASCAR discourse this week and you know that's and end quote that's what we were talking about with coda last week quote to me a finish like that means more because you know inside the final 10 laps that any caution could be it it validates the entirety of a race instead of potentially potentially did i say that right potentially randomly undoing it doesn't sound right anyways but what i've been saying y'all on twitter on here without overtime The entire last like either literal stage or the last stint of the race becomes more intense because it's literally closer to the end of the race. So 17 laps to go is actually 17 laps to go. It's not 27 laps to go because they're going to add 10 laps or it's not or, you know, or it could be it could be eight laps to go. You don't know. Because there could be a caution that comes out in eight laps, and then we're not going to get mm-hmm. restarted again. Like It just makes the entire end of the race so much more intense. You'll have these guys racing harder because, you know, you want to be in position. You want to be in the lead earlier, right? It's kind of like yeah. it's literally like um rain races when it's after halfway and you're racing. True. You're racing for yeah. the rain to come out. You know how crazy and exciting those races are? that's right. that's what every normal motorsport would not but you yeah that's what every normal motorsport looks like <laughs> in the last 10 <laughs> laps of a
1: race. Right. Yeah, and that's why those last 10 laps of this race were so thrilling. We had a restart with like what 12 13 to yeah. go. Like we still had a late race restart and it was still super thrilling and this race could end essentially at any moment because you know they could right re- someone could wreck or make yeah. a mistake and that's what happened yep. and that's fine like i love it like that I, that makes it more intense rather than going out and wrecking like let's wreck another half the field really quick with two more to go oh yeah like that, it's just we it's didn't just need anyone else to get wrecked like
0: grosjean yeah. spinning himself out wrecking that's all we needed we don't need any more than that like really we don't yeah especially with these cars obviously with these cars at this track
1: you you get what you get and you don't get upset <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah and i know this is at texas it's IndyCar, car it's inherently more dangerous but even in nascar with this mentality they got that we need the vintage reverse under green 30 attempts later it's like it's still dangerous like they're still in oh yeah you know these stock cars people have gotten concussions in recently yes career like are, yeah it's it's still not safe in NASCARs. So I don't get why we're doing it there either. But in IndyCar, I'd focus on them. I don't want to dunk on NASCAR here, even though I could. Um, IndyCar is doing it right, in my opinion. You don't need to fabricate a finish. You just need to go to the scheduled distance, invest under green, yeah. yellow, whatever. Heck, we like had plenty spotty. of cautions yesterday. Yeah, there were plenty. We, we did plenty. not need stage cautions. <laughs> no. Like
0: plenty and like man it's just IndyCar's got it going on right now and it's a shame to me that there's potential that we you know obviously I mentioned earlier there's only two speedways on the entire schedule right Um, and then you add on the two Iowa races and the gateway race you only have five ovals well there's you know we talk all the time what are they going to do about Texas Motor Speedway for NASCAR because it's no secret to anybody. That's obviously what Texas motor speedway is concerned with. They make most of their money from NASCAR that, I mean, they had, they had a NASCAR truck race there this weekend, right? They're going to have a whole NASCAR weekend there, um, in the fall, right? Like that's obviously where their priorities are. And there's been talks of changing the track because while the layout might be pretty awesome for IndyCar, um, or at least good enough for IndyCar, I think there's, you know, it's not really what NASCAR needs, there's so many different kind of talks or ideas being thrown around on what SMI could do with the speedway. And, you know, it'd be a really, it'd just be a shame if we didn't have this again next year or the year after that. Right. And it just has me kind of thinking of like, you know, what are they going to do to Texas? Are they going to turn it into a super speedway? Yeah. And then is that too much for IndyCar? Yeah. Cause they can't just be going, they can't do 33 degrees. That's too much. That's too much banking.
1: Well, I have an idea. Originally, I was on Team Bulldoze because racing for both IndyCar and NASCAR yes. were garbage. IndyCar has figured it out at Texas with the current Texas. It's not a truck problem, apparently. <laughs> apparently. And I then I shifted to make it a short track, make it like an Iowa clone because NASCAR won't go to Iowa. Now... I'm kind of on team. Let's make Texas into a roval. Keep the oval for IndyCar, but let's make a roval. You're cooking another roval for NASCAR. That way, you keep the oval and you have another road course. They- I know. I when I said I said this on Twitter, and people were like, "We have too many road courses." I have an idea to solve that too. What do you think about what's that?
0: It, wait, yeah. what's your idea to solve the too many road courses?
1: <laughs> I want to. I know it's off topic, Drop but I'm it. like drop the indianapolis road course and they that the oval
0: we can trade an oval for a road course yeah there we go yeah like (laughs) we're probably
1: going to do that anyway so like let's just make texas Um, into another world they have do you know they have a roval at texas technically i think they do but i think they didn't know they don't
0: think the layout i know they do or something i know they do it's you know it's do. on project cars it's stupid because <laughs> you run like the well, whole track at once but then you like dip into the infield on the back stretch it's yeah so stupid. obviously not that well but, like make make well, a new roval hey i wouldn't mind it that'd be kind of fun anyway no but um i don't hate that idea to be honest because the only other idea that i that be? the only other idea i like is literally go back to how texas was <laughs> but yeah. then turn one and two is like freshly paved, high grip, and I, I maybe that would be cool. I don't know, but um, yeah. At and this point, know, I don't. I think uh-huh. you might just have to like. We'll see how NASCAR is this year at Texas, but they need because there's there are so many problems there that I don't I don't know if it was just the track. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, uh, I mean. Hard to Listen, say. It's hard it, to say. It, NASCAR and IndyCar used to be good at Texas and then they changed the track. Yeah, so and then it, is, it hurt yeah, both. It was the track. But IndyCar has worked around it and they've made it work now. Yes. It's just a matter of can NASCAR do that? I don't think they will. And yeah, and that's a good discussion and Nate Ryan at NBC did a great article on this about like what are the possibilities. Um check that out. But yeah, it will be interesting if they make it a short track. IndyCar could still race there, but you know, be a bummer but that we, we lose a speedway.
0: Way. I mean, I've yeah. been said we need more ovals, we need more speedways. It's such a shame that we're gonna get this mm-hmm. at Indy and that's it. That's yeah. it. I understand oval racing is ve- or speedway racing is v- very dangerous, but man, mm-hmm. this is what your series is about. It's about... I mean, that's what separates IndyCar from other... It's what separates it from F1. Not the only thing, but it's one of the big things for me that separates it from F1. That you have these guys do this on ovals. I mean, they will qualify at Indy in a month going 240 miles per hour. Where else do you get that on the planet? So, Mm. they... I really don't want to lose Texas. This is one of the most valuable tracks to me in IndyCar right now, which is insane. I cannot believe
1: we're agreeing on that because Texas—you cannot man. lose
0: Texas. You cannot lose Texas. We right almost now. lost it because if Texas what other
1: wasn't good last year, it would be gone. God, like, what other tracks what could
0: they go to? We can't. We think about this all the time. You can't really go to an ISC track because NASCAR's stingy. Las yeah. Vegas has a lot of mental baggage that apparently you know there are drivers are talking about you know we need to go back to las vegas i don't know i'm personally on team pocono but y'all hate pocono so i guess we're not going there <laughs> charlotte i feel like charlotte's well charlotte's no charlotte i mean it's too it's fine
1: but like we would need to put a catch fence in all around charlotte yeah so that's, there's that's like the only way to be stopping that yeah um, there's just so there's issues yeah, we talk about this really in depth with next week's guests. I hope you yeah. guys look forward to Kentucky's that. Kentucky's like um, an, an Amazon, Amazon warehouse, warehouse now, or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I will say, let's let's draw out a track. We talk about this again next week, but let's draw out a track. Um, I I say this next week. I really think Las Vegas. I think we can. I'm I think warming we can up do to it. it. I think you have to. Yeah. I don't know what they have to do to like you know if it's gonna be awkward to talk, it's gonna be awkward if they would need to have like a hundred percent agreement with the drivers i'm fine with that yeah if, if that some would of them make don't want com- to that would make me fine. comfortable you know yeah like talk to the drivers see if like hey we're thinking of going back to las vegas let's talk about or it make it like think?
0: a short race have it at night do something that's just something to differentiate it. do it yeah. don't do it late in the year do it early in the year not near the championship at all, so it doesn't have that same vibe mm-hmm. at all. Like um you know, that might be fine. Because of all the SMI tracks,
1: that's probably your best choice. Honestly. Is Vegas. You can't go and, to but Atlanta. And again, Vegas Vegas does oh, hell no, not Atlanta. Uh, nope. And Vegas does have two cup races now. I don't know if that would affect that or not. Kentucky has been sitting there dormant. That could be an option. They need I to suppose. get Kentucky.
0: They need to go to Kentucky. But also, it's like, yeah. is there a market there for anti car? Like, is, that's also the problem. Like, we we have Kentucky. Iowa. I mean, they
1: need to do what they do yeah. in Iowa for like something like Kentucky, I feel like. I agree. Yeah, great point. Because Iowa is also in the middle of nowhere, like 30, you, 40 minutes from a big city. If you can get and a grocery
0: store chain to pay a lot of money, you can have a race anywhere.
1: <laughs> Kentucky is just like Iowa, middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's like tell Gwen on the, on Stefani the, the, to get her ass there. <laughs> exactly, it's like in between Cincinnati and Louisville, middle of nowhere on the yeah. interstate. Like it's
0: yeah. but, but think so about it, Kentucky's thing is a do great track for IndyCar, great track it for IndyCar. Is. Oh. Because there's options out there. there, uh, Yeah, I think they need to start exploring some. Well, I mean, especially with what we had yesterday. It's not like Texas, like, you know, the race sucked. And then it's like, oh, do we really want more ovals? Nah, bro, we want more ovals.
1: There's no question. We need. We we need need more ovals. (laughs) Yeah, literally. So good discussion. That's our hoping. I'm hoping that something happens from this. Like, you know, and I think IndyCar should be proactive here and not just wait for NASCAR in the fall. They should be. Talking to SMI about and the drivers about Vegas, talk about Kentucky, see what they can do about either of those, yeah, just you know in case they decide we're going to redo yeah. Texas, like have a plan in motion to replace it and maybe get more than one race on there too, yeah Charlotte would be cool too, but yeah, they need see. catch fence though where's <laughs> do they not have a catch fence in turn three? oh, there's not so NASCAR races there too without a catch fence they would yeah they would at some point that ain't gonna <laughs> they
0: would who's going up the track who's ross chastain is he going probably <laughs> Ross. he rode ross the wall chastain. now he's riding the wall outside to the parking lot <laughs> oh man yeah good discussion there oh my god yeah but quality race great i mean yeah we haven't seen a Love race it. like that in years um Good for I Indy might car. buy a ticket
1: that's Texas next year. When you I said that, that I was
0: gagged when you said that. I was
1: so gagged. Ugh. I might I might do it. Gosh. You crazy. It ain't that far from me. It's only like seven hour drive. I can do that. Oh it.
0: no, you're actually crazy. I thought I thought you was about
1: to catch a flight. Seven hours? Yeah, oh. I could do that. I guess. You could. You and I drove three hours to four hours, three, four hours to Iowa. <sighs> I did a lot of road trips growing up. Yeah, like, see, I
0: my 40-minute drive to work makes me mad enough. So we're going to go ahead and take a break before we move on to the T, where we're, we're going to talk about some NASCAR and F1 stuff. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, The T, where we talk about all the latest and greatest motorsports gossip, sometimes not the gr- No, this sucks. It's not the greatest. No, never mind. It sucks. Um, I mean, well, we had a pretty decent NASCAR race yesterday at Richmond. Um, so we're gonna talk about that first. So, a pretty decent race. Obviously, it's Richmond, so tire strategies came into play. Larry Mack was in the booth cooking. Um, solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't pay attention to it as much as I did IndyCar because I my my quota my racing quota has gotten shorter and shorter as I've started working. So that sucks, but. No, from what I saw, I mean the outside lane was working. Um, I mean, it probably honestly, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot if I went, because I'm in the Richmond-ish area. So,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had it on. Um, I didn't really watch until twenty to go. I was playing Breath of the Wild. i yeah. Zelda Breath of the Wild. I was grinding slapping for the sequel. Yeah. I yeah, need to, you and I are playing video games, dude.
0: I was playing. I was playing that last night, trying to. I need to 100 percent that game, or at least get close before Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, comes out. yeah. But um, yeah, NASCAR. Um, it's. I think. I think most people noticed an improvement, um, with this new short track package on an actual short track that's not really a short track because y'all hate Richmond. Um, <laughs> but I was, I mean, from what I saw, I was really satisfied. I think that was a solid classic race. Didn't wait. Did it have overtime?
1: Did it? I don't I, think so. I think it, when was that last preseason? I think, no, it I don't didn't. think it was overtime. It did. Oh, thank it God. Was, it was late. Thank God. It was
0: late, but it wasn't. Oh, thank God we did it.
1: Yeah. Because I was like, Josh Berry was on the front row, but I, they had more than two laps. Yeah. So they did. They had, yeah. I think, was it? Was it a twenty to go, or did they have another caution after that? I don't
0: remember. Was it that caution that took so long, or was that an Indy car? There was a caution that took way too long. I don't know. I feel like it was <laughs> there IndyCar. was a caution
1: that Indy cars took a bit long. That but. it was
0: at the end of the race, wasn't it? Yeah. That, mm, it's okay. I'm giving them. I'm giving them crap. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you know, it's. I don't really have much else to say. I didn't really. Again, I didn't really pay to. Well, JGR, JGR. They, cause it, it, Hendrick, you know, Byron and, uh, Byron and Larson class of the field again. Right. But then yep. JGR, as always, his Martin Truex Jr. Knows how to get around Richmond. He, oh my God. Like, that's just like, uh, death taxes and Martin Truex is leading in Virginia. Like literally <laughs> like, see if I would, no, 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 no. Cause here's the thing. If I bought a ticket to that race, guess who would have won? It wouldn't have been Kyle Larson. It, it would have been Martin Truex. Literally. I've seen Toyota win (laughs) there. It would have been a Toyota. It would have been a Toyota, again. Because Kyle Larson, or I guess Kyle Larson, because I've seen Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, and Toyotas win at Richmond. JGR Toyotas. That's so funny. It's literally, yes. So, But but you know what? It makes me mad, though, because my favorite driver won at my home track, and I wasn't there dang have you ever seen has he one there in the five and you've been there or no not in the five no just the 42 okay. that's his first that's his first this is second win there ever so yeah um i mean it's cool right it's fine i'm I, i'm not really mad i enjoyed my day home yesterday so
1: <laughs> right, right yeah so you mentioned uh joe gibbs racing let's talk about them yeah. uh hamlin and truex were very fast uh hamlin won stage two on a strategy call and the booth was very confused i was about to I did not let myself get annoyed at the booth, but they were just like, well, it's do- it's strategy, you know? Like, they do that here at Richmond. I don't know if you guys know that. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah, that happened, and I, I think Hamlin got screwed on one of the cautions later in the race. He was, yeah. like, running low teens. But I want to talk about Truex and James Small as crew chief. I don't know if you saw this, Zach. I didn't. Uh, Truex was leading the race and seemed to be who's going to win but then the caution came out uh-oh and they had no more tires like brand new tires so they put scuffs on his car and that made him start falling through the field and he was very very upset and apparently James Small did not tell him that they put scuffs on the car so <laughs> I wouldn't either. His car was had had an issue
0: I wouldn't either I'd be like yo we got some freshies on bud do your best it, it could be like a sugar pill like a placebo i mean honestly I mean, no but like for real maybe that's the move there i don't know but, but you know yeah gaslight your driver into <laughs> i want to be a crew chief <laughs>
1: Oh, man. I want to gaslight uh, my
0: driver into thinking he has fresh tires. April
1: Fools! April- <laughs> That's his April Fools prank to him. Oh. James Small was just pulling an April Fools joke. God. So Martin got really really mad and he apparently said this to James Small. Uh-oh. "Quote, You didn't tell me you put scuffs on so I didn't know what the F was wrong. Okay? Jesus. is what he said. Happy Easter. Happy so, Easter! Zach has gotten up and ran. Um I'm glad you thought that was funny, Zach. Happy Easter
0: You're insane.
1: (laughs) But a lot of tension on the nineteen radio and things just aren't the same as they used to be when Cole Pern was there. Oh. Feel bad for Martin, because I think he could still win a lot of races. It's just the strategy hasn't been there, you know? Yeah. And like I mean,
0: well, also their performance isn't really the most consistent either. I mean, we don't no, see. Well, easy. that's cap because Denny Denny Hamlin, he's been, he's been kind of best of the rest, honestly. Like at Las Vegas, for example, he was best of the rest outside of like you know Hendrick. So that's kind
1: of cap. Um, oh, Bell's been up and there. Martin was high in points last year. Yeah. He yeah. did miss the playoffs. He so, was consistent. You know, JGR there's a lot of. There's a lot of misses on the 19th.
0: But it's just an unfortunate thing because they were a little bit better than Hendrick yesterday. You could argue, right? Yeah. Like, they could have taken a win away from Hendrick yesterday. And I know, you know, points don't mean that much, but the playoff points do, right? That's five playoff points that Kyle Larson's is going to have. And you know that JGR and Hendrick are going to be battling for some of those final four spots. So, this could be a big deal. And I hope it is a big deal because, you know...
1: I do, obviously. <laughs> Just, I want right. I want this to matter in a few months. Yeah, and you mentioned Hendrick. Uh, Josh Berry still filling in for Chase Lady. He did finish second in the ninth car. That's really impressive for him. That's, yeah. uh, I believe that's the best finish for a fill-in driver since Jamie McMurray when he filled in for Sterling. Yeah, that's
0: what they said on the broadcast Pretty when sure. Jamie
1: was there. They asked Jamie. It was funny. It was <laughs> cute. It was funny. Yeah. Uh and another Hendrick driver, William Byron did dominate this race again. Yeah. But it's fun late in the race, so some drama. Uh Christopher Bell got into him and blamed Ross Chastain, who we named the wrecking ball. Would not say Ross's name, just called him the wrecking ball. Because oh. everything is Ross Chastain's fault. It is. There's like a meme on Twitter right now. <laughs> um and Bell did apologize after seeing the replay. Zach, you said when I brought this up to you before we recorded that I can understand why Bell would think that. Would like to explain? Well, yeah, because he—that's how he races. Ross Chastain has
0: unapologetically, mind you, built himself a reputation as that guy that will shove you out of the way and doesn't care about it. Now, I know Ross has said that he doesn't care when people get mad at him for hitting him. I guess it's kind of dumb when someone gets mad at you when you didn't hit them, but it's also like, are are you really surprised? You built yourself that reputation. Yes, people will assume you hit them, even right. though it's a little dumb. But
1: that is what it is. I mean, he's he just kind of has a reputation for doing he it. He can't really, even if he doesn't yeah. do it, he's just always assumed to do it. Yeah, so I can get that.
0: I th- I don't feel. Between- I'm not going like oh y'all need to leave Ross Chastain alone. Oh I'm not going like, oh yeah, everything's his fault. Cause like, dude, how many how much of, and that's why it's like the Atlanta thing that happened where he turned Harvick. I'm like, yeah, it was probably Ross being a little bit over aggressive. Was it actually? Yeah. Probably. But like, I don't know.
1: It probably was mm. though.
0: I'm just saying. I don't right. really care. These races don't matter anyways. <laughs>
1: They don't matter till NBC takes they literally, over. Literally, real the honest. season
0: doesn't start till NBC. <laughs> yeah,
1: honestly. God. Um, yeah. Do we have anything else to say about the race specifically? I mean, I wish I
0: paid more I attention really don't. to it.
1: I wish I paid more attention to I'm, it, but I'm happy. I, I'm happy with what I watched. I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, I'm good. Again, these races are a little too long,
0: aren't they? Yes. I mean, I also hate how that late race, the races. The
1: race ended this time yesterday. Yeah. You know that at halfway it was already two hours in. Like, IndyCar was like, a two hour race.
0: A two hour change race. We need
1: yeah. we actually do need to shorten these races to be honest. It's ridiculous. Like and again with stages they don't even matter. Stages actually make them longer. Later. Yeah. Like Hoda, yeah. Hoda was fun the entire race because you know it mattered. Yes. Like, what you did in stage one and two it actually mattered because yeah. it impacted the end yeah, they because need to, it wasn't it a scheduled yellow.
0: I think after yeah. they get rid of overtime, they need to shorten some of these races. But I don't know. That's my attention span being stupid, too, though. Because, like, yeah, I don't really want to pay attention to the race because I feel like stages just kind of ruin it. I don't know. It's it's a whole thing. But... Um, yeah. So, I want to talk about before we get into F1, let's stay on NASCAR for a little bit because I'm quite frankly pissed excuse my language mm-hmm. but I'm pissed like so I called for Daniel Suarez to be suspended last week for actions detrimental to stock car racing um, <laughs> but like literally you cannot what, hit it that's what it would have been if they gave him a suspension that's is, it, what is, that every, is that every
1: penalty or is it just penalties I, that are like <laughs> anything that's like contact related Yeah, I <laughs> love NASCAR I, so.
0: I love them so much um but no, for real, like I I said it last week it's unacceptable to use your car as a weapon on pit road with NASCAR officials and other people, you know, standing mm-hmm. around the cars. So I mean what, there could have been an official bent down, checking something in front of a car. You never know. I'm just saying, don't do that. Um so, as I said on last week's episode, the way you send them a message, you have to suspend them. That gets their attention. You take them out of the car. Um, nope. Let's find them fifty thousand dollars, and that's how much your life is worth, random NASCAR official eighty six. And that's it. Welcome. W- have fun at Richmond, Daniel. Yeah. No, not even
1: taking points away. Are you serious? I thought they would do points. At the minimum, they didn't even yeah. do that. Yeah, it, it's very frustrating. We're gonna talk about the Hendrick penalty too, and the Hamlin deal that's coming up. But with Suarez, like, for some people were giving you crap, and I'm not talking bad about anyone, but people are like, "Well, you're just saying that because you know it's Daniel." But yeah, Zach has been the most consistent person on this topic, from Ty Gibbs to Ty Gibbs, whoever the part. hell, Noah William Byron, Park. Bubba Wallace, parked.
0: I would have parked all their mm-hmm. fucking asses. Oh, I would have parked all their asses.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. But no, we're, I really would we wanna... in the episode. You can say it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. The, the, Jesus already left. We talked about him already.
1: <laughs> Happy Easter. No. <laughs> what? For, for real, though, Zach has always been I would have parked everybody on this topic because I realized the only listens. way we fix this issue is we park drivers. I'm just saying, yes. like, like, a fine, these guys get paid millions of dollars. Justin every year. Marks that is writing I mean that anything. check. I'm just saying, he's writing that check,
0: whatever. Like um,
1: it's it, a fine doesn't mean anything. Like, Suarez posted a funny to joke. these like, this is, Yeah, this is me, like, this is me after this fine. It's like a Photo of like a marker drawing the Nike logo on yeah. a sock, like it's funny. They also just technically like, you don't have money. They
0: technically don't even have to pay the fine. They can just let them take it out of their winnings, which is I think what like oh, Denny. Really? That's what well, Denny Hamlin did that one year. He got fined for criticizing the Gen Six car. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like,
1: God, yeah, it's stupid. I, it's
0: just stupid. That that's the very. Thing. And then so so then we had that big Hendrick penalty a few weeks ago where they had the louvers, whatever that, I don't even know what that is. That the hood vent thing. It's the hood vent. thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're so smart. Um, (laughs) We're gay. gay. Get over it. We're putting the gay in the gay racing podcast. We don't know about cars, Uh, but I like for real though. Like why? uh, I can't even get my thoughts together on this one. Cause they, they, they didn't win the appeal. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. i can't alex i can't so we didn't we didn't talk about this because i didn't think it was relevant because i assumed this is what would happen because it's just like it's it's just like whatever you know like they're gonna get the points back It won't even matter it i don't know it doesn't make sense to me how it happens how do you lose the appeal but get your points
0: back that doesn't make any sense i don't think that should be a thing that can happen
1: Yeah, the appeals said, "Yeah, you did. You you were wrong. We're gonna give you your points back. Why? You (laughs) know why? Rick Hendrick,
0: they love him. Do you know why William Byron got his points back? Oh my God, that makes me so mad." Oh, ho, 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 for the record,
1: ho, ho. the appeals panel is not NASCAR. Yes. It is not NASCAR. It is not NASCAR. It is, yes. it is an appeals panel who is, I believe, randomly selected. God. I think Bill Lester was on this one, for example. That's someone you could expect on the panel. I'm so mad. I heard That's Matt just... Crafton was on it. Yeah, Matt Crafton apparently was on beat it. I'm be his point.
0: butt if he was involved in this.
1: What are y'all doing? Why do y'all but, love Rick Hendrick? so much but yeah it, NASCAR was mad and also something to keep in mind on this is Colleague has a pretty much the exact same penalty also being appealed right now Those, and hey, I think
0: it's being heard this week no those points that they gave back to Hendrick they're going to take those points and add them to the Colleg penalty so they're going to add 25 points to the Colleg penalty
1: oh my god <laughs> can you imagine yes I, yeah. Yes, I can. Yeah, they, I guess I could imagine actually. I, yeah, Hendrick Bott, it's it, not yeah.
0: NASCAR, obviously, but it's like, and I heard someone say like, "Oh, you know, Rick Hendrick and Jeff Gordon being in a room really makes you starstruck, bro." Shut up! I'm so mad. Like,
1: yeah, I think it was a tear down that said yeah. that look on Bianchi's podcast. I, yeah, I, I don't know what how they get away with this every time i just assumed they would so i like i don't even want to talk about it zach when we this happened a few weeks ago i was like it's gonna don't, God, it it's won't crazy. even matter and it obviously didn't but if colleague also loot gets to keep their get their points back then it's just like what are we doing and nascar needs to like you know reword something in the rule book and then something. denny Hamlin will
0: still get penalized just because he said words on his podcast yeah.
1: NASCAR also needs to make a rule where if the appeals panel says, hey, you know, you did something naughty, but also we're going to give you the toy back anyway. It's like like NASCAR should be like, "Uh, no, you agree with us. They were bad. So yeah, no. Like NASCAR decides their punishment. NASCAR decides the punishment. They follow
0: the rule book on what the punishment is. The appeals Mm -hmm. panel says NASCAR, you're right. That's it. That's it that's it
1: See, that you is it i stay in your right and like why they do that yeah. that's what i don't get that's, why the that's you, confusing why me. i didn't expect that yeah. that doesn't make any sense i thought they would just say here's your points back end of story i don't think they'd be like well you did it wrong but you go that's what happened it's weird and then yeah denny hamlin denny hamlin might be the only person of these recent penalties to actually lose points
0: yeah like what? And like they For want these guys. Something he said on a podcast. They want these guys to not modify the next gen car, but dude, you're not really convincing them that these are there's consequences. Why? Well, I, I know it's the it's right. the appeals panel. Like it's different, but that's and that's like obviously you need an appeals panel that's third party, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't like them.
1: <laughs> I don't like I don't like them right now. Yeah, this there's is here, something. Steven. It's weird. I don't know what's going on. But for real, if Denny Hamlin loses his appeal, Holig wins, well, you know, gets their points back. Yeah. Hendrick keeps their points. Hamlin is the only one with a points penalty. There's something completely busted with this. Because Denny Hamlin, I don't in my opinion, should not be fined anything for anything he says away from the racetrack. That is insane. Yeah. He should not be fined points for something he says on a podcast like you're listening to right now. Like yeah. that is crazy yeah that's why i don't care if he admitted that's why i I have zero points
0: that they took all my points away from me from everything i said on this podcast (laughs)
1: yeah yeah period but gosh like i think there's like you know when bubba wallace at one point admitted in an interview like oh yeah i dumped him blah 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 and then he got penalized for it i think that's fair because it like just happened you know for Denny Hamlin, he said on the podcast like, what, a day later? Yeah. It's like, the race is over. Inspections over. I don't know. I just feel like that's I just like how in IndyCar we actually and talk about just a, I
0: like how in IndyCar we talk about yeah. the race and then I don't know.
1: Like no, I We need to stop all this what like, always happens, We need I to know.
0: stop it with this
1: like whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. We should just be an IndyCar podcast to really? be honest. I think we are. <laughs>
0: from yeah. today's episode yeah. i think we are
1: <laughs> god yeah um yeah. um anything else to say about that uh i'm disappointed i'm curious what happens with colleague i'm very i mean dist- i'm still not over
0: byron's like thing like him getting the that points was back was stupid like yeah. again appeals panel we'll whatever we'll have to this is a developing situation we'll have to see how these is the Hamlin appeal this week or is that colleague I think that one
1: is next week. Colleague is this week. Dang, they got a backlog. Lord have mercy. Yeah, I know. And and you know what? If the appeals panel keeps it up, we're gonna have like twenty of them backed up here. God. Because everyone's gonna just do it because it's like, well, we're gonna get our points back. I hope they do. You know, I hope
0: I hope some team that already has a win and is in the playoffs. I hope they. Hmm. I hope they do. Yeah. Um, before before we move on to f1 i want to shout out um denny delivers or denny delivers yt like youtube um on twitter he made an insanely quality tweet um on april fool's good. day so let me pull up his twitter so yeah, you know what it's at oh no it is at denny delivers it's just at denny delivers so he made a tweet That said, that Carl Edwards would be coming back to the Cup Series, right? And he was using like the realistic looking like NASCAR graphics and everything, and it looked great. I'm trying to find it. It was just in my thing. Where is it? Oh,
1: it was a great tweet. It was funny. Mike Joy even mentioned it on Fox Sports One.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, it was so quality because literally you had you had to read into it because he would be driving. Or, you know, one of his older teams, Roush, right? That makes sense. The
1: 60 car? There it is.
0: Yeah, the 60 car. He dominated in the 60 car in Xfinity, right? Um, that's cool and all, but then you think deeper about it. You go, wait a minute. Roush is also now owned by Brad Kislowski. And Brad Kislowski and Carl Edwards used to have a bit of a run-in, and I still don't know if they like each other at all. I, did I they? they don't. <laughs> I don't know if they ever got over it. So, like, I don't think they did. (sighs) That is just the funniest thing ever. It's just, oh god, it's great. That was so funny. So I uh, yeah,
1: and you and I were talking about it. We think Carl could come back someday. There's vibes. Just be like random one-off. There's Uh, vibes. I don't know if that'll happen, but I I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. You know, just like a random one-off. It doesn't. He's got to come
0: back for like something. I don't know. Like it if just, he
1: never does, I wouldn't be surprised. But then if he does, I'd be like, "Okay." I just have a weird, yeah.
0: unexplainable vibe about it. So that's it. It's unexplainable. I can't really explain why.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you something that I can't explain. Oh yeah. And that's formula one at Australia. Oh Yeah. Because um, well, they what saw. Happens?
0: Well, they saw what NASCAR has been doing. Jensen Button, <laughs> Jensen Button, after his crazy experience at Coda, went to the FIA and was like, "Y'all get this." So, <laughs> taking that into account, Formula One had a great, um, a great amount a of restarts. Race. They had a NASCAR race. That's thank you, Alex. That's what I was trying Yay. to say. They had a NASCAR race at Melbourne Park um or Albert Park in Melbourne um yeah like i so i so it's like what late saturday night early sunday morning um i turned the race on cuz you know i'm checking it out whatever they there was like a red flagger no 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 they had a caution early then they had a restart lewis and um i think lewis and george got past max verstappen and all of a sudden this race is interesting to me okay um i and then eventually max gets past lewis then i lose interest george had like a mechanical failure then they throw like either the first or second red flag i literally don't remember but it's just like there were three red flags total in the race what are we doing
1: First time ever in F1 history, I believe, right? Didn't they go, the like... Flags
0: race? They went years without throwing a single red flag in F1.
1: Crazy. They no, they're th- so uh, common.
0: Why? Because what race was it in, like, 2021 where they threw the red flag for, like, the first time? And we were all, like, confused on what the rules were and stuff. And now it's I just, remember like... remember that. And yeah. now it's just, like, every week. Yeah. Like, did they just remember that they can throw red flags? Like, who runs at Formula One? Because this is, like, ridiculous. How do you just, like, remember yeah. that you can throw red flags now, and so you do it anytime you can? What's the criteria yeah. for a red flag? I don't understand what that
1: is, because... For, yeah. For clarity's sake, I didn't watch the race. I wanted to sleep and be energized for IndyCar, and it was the correct decision, obviously. But... Apparently one of the red flags was like to clean the debris off the track was like I don't think the track was blocked though was from what I read Bro,
0: you don't need a red flag for that. Y'all just wanted a restart. Am I wrong? Yeah. I, they wanted no. a restart. Oh my god. What are they
1: doing? Messy. So, and yeah. And another thing and then you have another point here mm-hmm. about F1 of uh, Ver- Verstappen was also over the line I guess at the start I saw and Got no penalty for it, but Alonzo did at Saudi Arabia, so inconsistency. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, you had one more point you wanted to make about So,
0: F1. Formula 1's been giving me this vibe since the Max and Lewis thing. I feel like F1 is going to get ruined by its own popularity, because it is the most popular motorsport in the world. Obviously, it's been like that for a while, but like... Even in America, though, it's kind of getting up there with NASCAR, I would say, in a way. Like, if you ask Mm. more people, like, about motorsport, like, normal people, they're going to tell you about F1, I feel like. Like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I saw that. At least they're going to be like, oh, I saw that wreck from Bahrain or that one race where the dude caught on fire, right? Roman Grosjean at Bahrain, right? Or they heard about Max and Lewis, right? Um, but I feel like them, it's, it's, it's reminding me a lot of NASCAR in the mid 2000s of, they're trying to chase, they're chasing something, they're trying to get more and more and more and more and more popular and they're trying to be so entertaining and they're trying to, it's just like, they're. it's getting to a point where it's a little bit ridiculous and I think the fact that they're throwing red, three red flags a race mm-hmm. is a bit kind of evidence of that. Where they are kind of succumbing to—I don't even know what to call it. Like, what what they think race fans want, what they think, who they think the race fans are. Which, in my opinion, they don't like racing. They they like crashing. Um, they like spectacles. They don't they don't like racing. Um, even though racing in itself is kind of a spectacle. But anyways, like. So I'm just kind of I just I want to know what the next few years of F1's going to look like um especially I, I mean think about you know the the sprint racing right <laughs> They added sprint racing for no reason just to make it more literally more entertaining
1: which right.
0: you know it's kind of like stage racing where we, well it actually doesn't make it more entertaining it's actually kind of a backward step but you know, you have to be a race fan to really understand that. So, it's... Yeah. I'm just a little concerned for Formula One. Um, Not really personally concerned. Just, like... They're, Specifically they're, in America. Kind right? of. Like, not even just in America, though. Because I... Well, honestly, Americans probably love it. You know? This is the audience I mean, they're NASH chasing. Cars
1: losing... NASCAR's lost a ton of people this year, so I don't know about that. Well,
0: they've been making a push. They've been making a push like this ever since Liberty Media, which is more American based, took over. And, you know, I mean, if they follow what NASCAR's done, where they, heck, are they going to change the championship format?
1: Oh, could you imagine? Yes. We'll end up having. Yes. Yes, I could imagine. But. Lance Stroll, your champion. Let's go. I mean. I already oh, saw
0: man. that one there's I saw one YouTube video. It wasn't like by a big YouTuber, but it was like this F one dude and he was like um like some random F one kid and he's like they should do what they do in NASCAR and I'm like, Are you insane? Oh boy. Are you insane?
1: But yeah, your your point basically is is like they're in a panic to try and capitalize on all this. Even though they're already so yeah, they're the already got, so popular, just chill it's like, out. W- chill like what got you there what got you to where you are yes is what worked so why are you panicking on changing it is like i don't, I don't you understand can this, frame did. Yeah. yeah
0: you can frame your yeah. motorsport into something dramatic that's what they did with drive to survive you don't need to frame or rather you don't need to try to inject drama into
1: your motorsport artificially because And that's what I hope IndyCar never does. That's the th- that's it, also ha- a big difference, right? Like, yeah, they need it and they have. They have a better social media presence and marketing, etc. But they don't need to go the route of F1 and NASCAR. where It's like, let's add this, let's add that and just hope something Adding sticks. Adding a so billion like things it. that they think people would because like. that's just, it's harnessing the identity of the, integrity. the series. The integrity, dude. The integrity. Yeah. And F1 was amazing in 2021, but then I don't care anymore. I really don't. It's hard. It's just kind of feels silly a little bit. It's just like, if they would have kept not even just for the championship, but the actual racing, if it would have just stayed the way it was, I'd probably still be watching. I probably would have stayed up for that race, but it's just not the same. No, I don't
0: know. I don't know. There's something... I need to sit down and watch a whole F1 race next... I Because I, I'm... I feel so disconnected from it, and I I know it started yeah. with Abu Dhabi. I just cannot pin why. Um, but whatever.
1: Um, Side note, uh, didn't Charles DNF again? Again. That poor Ferrari. <laughs> oh, poor guy. The
0: podium was, was pretty cool. It was Verstappen, Hamilton, and Alonso. Three champions. Ooh, that was cool. cool.
1: That was cute. I went... If Charles wants to come to IndyCar, by all means. Jesus. Let's go.
0: Yeah, he's
1: coming to Indycar. You're cute. Um
0: <laughs> God. Um But yeah, that's all. That's 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 it. Apparently their next race is at Baku in uh like three weeks. So I like that track. That'll yeah. be fun. It's nice. that. I need to I need to watch that race. Um
1: hopefully it doesn't conflict with anything. Um, it's probably at like six AM or something crazy I, I don't know i don't know when it's at it's probably no um, because it's
0: in like i think it's gonna be later in the day we'll see
1: i don't know it, it's not for until like the end of the month but so, um let's talk about fantasy oh my god as we why did i let oh, you, you have your joseph why did i let you have
0: joseph what is wrong with me i need to stop overthinking you am actually here's the thing i'm actually frustrated i keep like flubbing my indie car picks
1: zach got his ass beat once again in fantasy yippee for me like yeah but yeah i picked joseph newgarden and i got the win yep. zach still has zero points in indycar fantasy i have four we'll bring you back you had mclaughlin that was a good pick mclaughlin was a good pick. honestly it, i was thinking about picking pato
0: too which mm-hmm. wouldn't have done anything for me anyways but whatever
1: um yeah NASCAR. NASCAR. Byron. God, who spun him? By, was it Bell? Uh, Christopher. It was Christopher Bell, and he blamed Chastain. Yes. Ross Chastain. Exactly. <laughs> I, that's what, I, it would be Ross Chastain, wouldn't it? <laughs> that, how dare Ross Chastain do that? How dare
0: Ross Chastain. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um. And whatever. I had Kevin
1: Harvick, who that's, finished fifth. And by the way, yeah. one of our people who follow us on Twitter, they, like Mario Kart points, NASCAR driver and Mario Kart points or something. Uh, They are doing our fantasy picks and putting them into Mario Kart points. We are now tied in that championship. The real championship. We are now tied in Mario Kart points. Let's go. That's Um, crazy. Yeah, we are heading to uh, IndyCar. We'll be back in two weeks at Long Beach. But we are heading to Bristol Dirt. We're going to celebrate Easter. Clap if you care. I don't hear any clapping. Yeah. Um. Listen.
0: No. Okay. Let's. I'm excited for the race. I think I'm interested to see what it's like for the third it. year. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. What else am I gonna do? Play platoon? I mean, possibly, but <laughs> no. But like, Probably. we'll see what it, we'll more, see. More
1: like definitely.
0: We'll see what happens. Um. You know, mm-hmm. cool finish last year with stupid weather antics and questionable officiating, uh, confusion on rules. Well, let's not mm-hmm. have that this year. Let's have a night. We, I think, what the Bristol dirt needs is a race that is completely just controversy free.
1: That's oh, what girl, that, that is happening. It could, that's not happening. It could maybe
0: it might happen.
1: I would be shocked if that ever gagged happens, Except Bristol. Gagged, dirt. gagged, as you said yesterday, gagged. God. Yeah, IndyCar did gag me. I was. Oh so I don't God. know if NASCAR can do that again, no. to be quite frank. Maybe um, at Kansas. I love Kansas and Homestead. But. Yeah. So, let's make these fantasy <sighs> picks
0: for Bristol Dirt. I already have mine picked out. I yes. thought. I think about my fantasy picks on the on my commute. Um. Mm-hmm. And at least Bristol Dirt, there's not much data to look into. I mean, yeah. it's kind of a wild card race, so we're just going to have to do our best. Um, are you ready, Alex? I'm ready. All right. I'm going to press go. enter yeah. in three, two, one. What, what? the hell?
1: We still pick Tyler Reddick. That's not fair. Oh, no. No, that's
0: not fair. You're so lame. Now I have to pick somebody
1: else. Really? Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Okay. Well, this is... Um, I did... So, I don't know what your reasons were, but I picked Tyler Reddick because... I know he's not my pick now, but because of how he did at the row course, that shows me he's going to be good no matter where... Like, anywhere he was good last year in the 45. And, yeah. And he pretty much should have won last year, yep. so... um, I didn't think you would take Reddick. So I, I didn't wasn't think really you were going to take
0: Reddick or... either, but whatever. Um, I guess I have a second pick, but I'm not the most... Mm. Do you, are you thinking of
1: yours? Or are you typing it? Like, I think I'm going to go with this. Uh, I don't know if I like this pick, but we'll, we'll see. I, there's, two,
0: there's two of them I keep bouncing back and forth from. I think there's a chance you're going to pick this one, too. Actually, let me just go for it. All right, you ready? Okay, All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay. My man Alex picked Ross Chastain. That's kind of random. I Not did. gonna lie. Not gonna lie. That's kind of random. And I picked Kyle Larson. I was debating between Larson and Bell, and I know they're the normie answers. I didn't want to pick Chase Briscoe because my man, I just don't think the vibes are there right now with the SHR. I thought
1: about Briscoe as well. I don't see that
0: happening. I also also thought about Kyle Busch, defending race winner in the eight car. Yep. But maybe. I think he'll have oh, Kyle bush would have been a good pick because Kyle Larson seems to have bad just bad luck here uh,
1: yeah like I think the first year we both picked Bell and Larson if yeah. I remember right the first year they did this and they uh, like took each other out well, in that race yeah
0: but um I want to be more I want to be more loyal towards Kyle Larson right now I think he's just he's got it I think he's not giving himself enough yeah. credit on how talented he is right now he just won at richmond like it's I think he can go out there and win that race or at least get a solid finish. So,
1: Yeah, so I picked Chastain because the whole meme about him being at fall, I think it's very funny. And that's how the sport works sometimes. So whoever's getting all the drama just tends to win. So I'm going to go with Chastain. Not true. Denny Hamlin has not won in like ever, forever.
0: Well, <laughs> he's Denny Hamlin. That's... That's different. The drama is that he doesn't win and that NASCAR hates him. Yeah, that is the adds drama. to the drama. Yeah, 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 literally. God, Chase Elliott could probably win with a broken leg out of the car with all the drama God. that's around him. Um, God, you know what? I wish one of us were to pick Josh Berry. That would have been so funny. Are they putting a dirt guy in for? Um, I don't think so.
1: I, I believe it's, it's Josh me. Berry.
0: Okay, well, that, I would say that's good experience, but um, it's not.
1: <laughs> it's not because yeah xfinity xfinity doesn't race there this is so negative like experience all new. this is negative experience <laughs> this is like they should have put should have put joseph newgarden in the car because oh he god. wants to race at bristol anyway negative not, experience not dirt not
0: negative experience
1: god he'd do it he'd do it for fun they could
0: have put a chemi Kim, they could put one of the f1 guys back in it really see what oh, yeah. how nascar is jesus when they when they have a motor when they have a race and they're not prepared to have it, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking for this year. That they're more prepared to have it. That they know what the heck to do with track I prep. Hope so they need to know what they're doing with track prep.
1: Please, I hope so. This is the third year. I really hope so. I hope there's no rain. I, I hope, hope there's no the wind. Forecast. Why
0: do we still have windshields too? I I know why, but like, uh, this whatever. Um, yeah, no Rain, please. Don't give them um don't give them a challenge, please. <laughs> like, please. I'm begging um, you.
1: <laughs> unlike unlike IndyCar, we don't want challenges. We want this to be as easy as possible. We need for this these guys. we need this laid out and color coded for them. We need this race laid out <laughs> and color coded for these boys. Um Drivers so I'm, I'm and the the officials. The forecast rain looking at the forecast yeah. for bristol oh god uh it's going to it's going to rain thursday and friday but it's going to be sunny on sunday and cloudy saturday as right. of now it could we'll change take it. we'll take it so trucks are days no i'm
0: trying to get drunk during the truck race because that's gonna be yeah. stupid how many
1: cautions oh no F-
0: 50 how at many least
1: laps 10 at
0: l- 10 in the first stage <laughs> In the first stage, yes. <laughs> In the first stage, <laughs> I heard Richmond got kind of messy. I didn't watch it though.
1: Whatever. Yeah, apparently Texas for trucks was awful. Did too, they have Xfinity?
0: So. No, wait, trucks was at Texas. I'm thinking of um, what am I thinking of? I don't know what I'm thinking of. I think Xfinity trucks. had a fine I race think at tru- Richmond.
1: Yeah, trucks at trucks were at Texas, and that was apparently. Did a did I think trucks was
0: at Richmond? Oh, whatever. Anyways, um. <laughs> well i think it's time we need to start logging off um so thank you guys so much for listening um if you are on spotify or apple please leave us a rating um or a review or comment you know whatever um it really just helps get the podcast out to more people um if twitter is still up at the time that you are reading this or reading listening to this you can follow us i listen alex it's been a long day um you can follow us at gay racing pod on twitter Also, follow us on Instagram because, again, Twitter's going to die any day now. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, Follow Alex at Newgaden. Follow me at DreamyZackGP. Um, We have a very cool guest on next week. We had a very cool conversation. um, Someone that's working in the sport right now. So, it's going to be a really cool episode next week. Definitely kind of follow us. Follow us on Spotify. um, Follow us on Apple Podcasts if that's a thing i don't use it um (laughs) so that you can see next week's episode it's gonna be a good one um but yeah that's it anything else you want to say alex
1: no i think i'm good all right well thank you guys so much Slay of the week to indycar oh easy slay of the i don't i don't think we said that slay of the week to indycar that's what i gotta say
0: yeah slay of the week to indycar honestly yep and we will see you guys next week to talk about bristol dirt and also you know our really cool guests so we'll see you guys next time bye I...